welcome to the Mindsight Podcast. I am Rishita Jalab, your podcast host and a mental health activist. This is your safe space where we'll be talking all about mental health and personal development. Welcome everybody to another new episode of the Mind Safe podcast and today I have with me a very special guest, a, a friend that I met on LinkedIn time ago and I'm so excited by today's episode and his energy and his beauty is just contagious and crossing all borders to reach all the way wherever you are. If you know Jahmal Marshall, you will be certainly drawn to his energy. Good morning to you, Jahmal. Good morning, Rashida. So good to be on the show. It's a privilege and just good to sit here and have a conversation with you. It's always a blessing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Jahmal. Um, he's joining us all the way from the U.S. He's a leader in his company as well or the company that he works for. And most importantly, I know him um, via LinkedIn, via his post. He's a certified counselor and he hosts also the podcast. So let us a little bit know more about you, Jahmal. Oh, well, thank you for that introduction. Uh, yeah, I live here in Washington, DC. I work at a place called International Justice Mission and I'm a global lead for uh, our interns and fellows team and our talent acquisition division. Uh, and so obviously pre-COVID, we were deploying people uh, into 18 different locations uh, around the globe uh, to fight human trafficking. Uh, but also uh, my first love is counseling. I am a certified counselor uh, and I, I love that. I used to do that full time uh, from, from 2017 and prior. And I've just recently uh, in the last year stepped back into that. So it's been wonderful to get inbound leads uh, here through the platform. And also to, after doing my first podcast with the Safety Justice League, who just did their, I think, 100th episode, um, you know, they, they, one of the hosts encouraged me to start my own. And then some doors got opened by God just to uh, have a platform called Listen Then Speak. And uh, I don't, I'm, I'm, this is your podcast. We won't talk too much about that, but it's just a wonderful place to get people from all different walks of life and garner what their background is and provide a safe space to talk about faith, uh, ethnicity, culture, and mental health and how all of these are intertwined. So I'm um, super grateful and thankful for that journey and it's been a blast so far. So yeah, here we are. Here we are. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's a pleasure to have you here as well and to just you know spread the word about your podcast because I'm a fan of your podcast actually with one episode I was like oh Jafal you waited so long for to launch your podcast and I cannot wait to see what is coming next with Jamal will have for us so let's get into it let's go let's see it that's, that's definitely what I say at the beginning of my videos let's get into it but it's always to build someone up not to break them down so yeah <laughs> nice plug I appreciate that Rashida thank you thank you so Jamal I think we brought to this world as beautiful human beings with so much love you know as we were babies and then when we were growing up we developed certain beliefs and we were raised in certain environments with just certain perceptions of what is 
not fitting or resembling in somehow to who we are. So we all have different perceptions of what is different to us. And we tend to just label it. We have this kind of like intention to just label things, put them in a box. This looks like this. So this is this person belongs into that box. So Jahnal, my question for you today is how we tend to develop these stereotypes or putting people and label them um, based on their either religious, ethnicity, or skin color. How do we develop this kind of like labeling and stereotyping people? But also, I want to know how can we overcome this behavior and reprogram our minds to be more accepting? Now, that is a great question. I'll try to, for the sake of the audience, not be too long-winded because it's a bit open-ended, but I would say the origin or the start of it is at home. It always starts at home and how you're raised and how you're socialized and what you're taking into you, both your eye gate and ear gate. I can say for us two younger children for certain, um, and I would believe to say my older sisters um, who are from my dad's first marriage, uh, we weren't raised that way. You know, uh, I was raised, I'm, I'm originally from Los Angeles, California, and I was around so many different people coming up. And so our house was not very culturally charged. We weren't told this person's bad, this person's good, or you are better, or you are less than. You know, I was just, I was taught and raised that everyone was equal. So that's just always the way I've lived my life. And that's been a core value of mine. Um, now, I, I will say when I became a, a young adult, uh, typically around like, I would say, 2009, the world began to be colored a little differently. I was like, oh, this is the reality of the United States I live in, but that still didn't change my core values. Um, you know, because if when something's been instilled in you for that long, that becomes who you are. And so one of the ways we can overcome that, it starts in at home. You know, if mom and dad or dad or single mom, whoever is teaching children prejudice or, or racism or however that is, they're gonna inculcate that. And what you take in, you're going to give out, you know, but if you're taught equality and inclusivity and you're taught to love people for who they are, that's what you're going to give out. Uh, and when it comes to faith-based things, you know, uh, it's no secret, you know, I, I'm a Christian, uh, people do know that, but also I know that there are people who believe different things from me that I can learn from, you know, because they come up in a culture that is different from mine. And so I know when I've traveled, I learn so much from people who may not believe anything at all. They may be atheist, they may be agnostic, they may be Buddhist, they may be Muslim, they may be Hindu, so on and so forth. That doesn't mean I cannot learn anything from them. And so even from a podcast perspective, listen and speak, what can I learn from you? What can I grab along my journey of life? You know, even as I'm teaching and giving out, what can I also learn? So knowing that I'm ever a learner puts me in a space of humility instead of a space of pride where I'm crushing people, I want to lift others up. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, of course it does. And funny enough, we were just talking about earlier on, we were just chatting about your trip to Jordan and to Istanbul and visiting different places. And I think, of course, what you have said, it all starts at home. How do we want to raise the kids? What kind of 
say values that we want to um, give them or transmit to them or pass to them but also i feel like it's our responsibility and our choice that when we grow up to just being mindful how we approach people or what we perceive as the other and i think traveling is also a good way to connect to the world. I know that during the pandemic, we were, we are not able to do that. But before that, I mean, it's, it's just a beautiful and enriching experience and a way to just being open to learn and to just reprogram those kind of like beliefs that we have about what we perceive as the other. Tell us a little bit about your trip and how it went and how it changed your, your, your perspective about what you perceive about that place yeah i didn't prior to going i mean obviously here in american television you see a lot about jordan or whatever like that i know i my first i stopped in tel aviv and of course you know my name is jamal so the, the airport trip was a little bit longer than i expected it to be <laughs> but we won't get into that that's another topic um so once we stopped in Tel Aviv, that was actually really, really cool to get into the city of Tel Aviv. And then from there, we went to Galilee. And Galilee was really awesome. Unfortunately, there were some bombs in Gaza. Um, uh, it, and I think about five people, um, five people passed. And so I was like, man, I just got here two days and there's already been you know, something happening in Gaza. And so of course my WhatsApp from the States is blowing up my family. Everybody who knows me is, are you okay? Are you, I'm like, I'm fine. I was just eating ice cream. I had no idea what was going on. I thought a plane was flying, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Um, and so as the trip went on, I, I met so many different types of people because I spent time um, on the, the Damascus gate of Jerusalem. I actually stayed inside the walled city um, and went to Bethlehem and so many different places. And so, um, just to see all these different cultures that I, I was not familiar. Um, but I know when I went to Jordan and, and when I went to uh, Istanbul, people kept asking me, hey, do you know what your name means? And that is a very important thing there. And I did, you know, I, I came with some prior knowledge, you know, I've known what my name means for a long time now. <laughs> um, but names are very important, you know, in that culture. And they're very, very loyal people uh, in that culture. They, they're more interested in you than what you do, you know. Uh, here in the West, we work with our hands, we work with our minds, you know, we produce, but there, they want to get to know you as the person. And I, I felt like I fit in a little bit better there than I do here in the States <laughs> because I value the person over the product. Um, and so I was very, very uh, blessed by that and just how, how into family they are. Like they do everything together, even the businesses they run, they do it all together. So community is very, very important. And I was, I was very thankful that, especially in, I went in 2019 and you know what was in the media. I was thankful, it, it showed me more that I can't trust everything. Very, very few things I see in the media, I have to go and see for myself. And so I'm very thankful that prior to COVID, I had the opportunity to go and see for myself uh, these beautiful people, all sorts of different beautiful cultures. I actually went to Egypt as well um, and just got to see all the culture there. And the cool thing about going to Egypt is that I most 50% of the people there look like me. And so I didn't stand out as a tourist. So I didn't have as many people bothering me. So that was cool. <laughs> oh man, I hope I answered your question. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. You see, that's the beauty. That's I think that's the word that I 
I want to, to live in, but also I want the next generation to be able to, to live in. Because when we grow up with those uh, beliefs that we are less than the other because we are from this religion or we have this uh, skin color, we develop with us this kind of feeling of not good enough, which could be an obstacle in our success. Because why? Because we just, you know, grow up with all this media and all these beliefs that, you know, we put ourselves automatically in a box that maybe we don't want to fit in. It's not like because I don't want to be labeled as this or that. And I'm just using this or that because I want to be mindful. I just uh, don't want to label people because for me, we are all human. But I see the sufferings as well as every day. And you, you lead by example because you have a successful career, you're also a content creator, and your messages are crossing all borders and to just bring us together to reflect. You have your podcast, so you're telling us, regardless of where you come from, you can have a successful career, you can be confident, and you can thrive at life. So from your previous experiences, and I know you have a lot, how can we develop this mindset of, you know, us being different doesn't mean that we are limited. That is an amazing question, Rashida. And I have to say again, you are so kind, um, but you're also very observant. And that's why I love talking to you because you don't miss a beat. I'll tell you guys who are listening to her podcast, she may have a beautiful smile, but she is thinking and examining and using wisdom all along the way. And she honors uh, her guests and her friends by really getting to know who they are. I'll say this, um, there's a proverb uh, in the Bible and it actually says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. That is one of my favorite verses because that helps me to know for myself, Jamal, what are you thinking in your heart? And what are you thinking in your mind? What do you believe about you? Because people in the media may tell you what they think about you, but what do you believe about you? That's the most important thing. And also, we started on the last question you asked, it starts at home. What are your parents? What are the people you love most putting into you? Now, granted, there may be parents. And there may be people who have traumatic situations at home where they have a mental and physical and emotional abuse where they lack that confidence. And that trauma needs to be addressed. And they may need to go through some trauma-informed counseling and therapy to address those pain points. Uh, I, I like to call it in my counseling, making pain points, pleasure points. Um, however, for myself, um, I like to see myself as my creator sees me. Since I, I, am, I, I have to realize, I want to be mindful that everyone here does not have the faith in the background and frame of reference I have. But for me specifically, since you asked me the question, how does my God see me? How does my creator see me? And when I go over those words, I affirm those words. I say those words out loud until they become an, a reality. So your mind has to shut up to hear what your mouth has to say. Even scientifically, when you're talking, it's only so much thinking you're going to be able to do. And so that defeated thinking that we can enter into from the media or what's been perpetrated on us, it's like, what am I saying out loud? You know, there's power in our words. Words are spirit. And so I'm telling myself, no matter what, if that's my brown or yellow or, or beige or white counterpart, I can do exactly everything they can do. And I tell, I, you know, I actually wrote a post. My brown skin is an asset. It's never been a liability. I can soar just as high as God will take me. So I have just as many privileges as everyone else around me because I'm created in the image of God. 
that's what I live by. That's what I'll die by. Yeah, that's beautifully said. And I still remember your post it got. I think it went viral on LinkedIn and um, because it has so much truth in it. And when I travel to, to Europe, I make sure to go to churches and to speak to people and and the same thing I do wherever I go because what my parents let's say taught me is that we are all humans and what my religion I'm Muslim taught me that we are all humans and there are no difference so why we tend to complicate it why we tend to put ourselves in boxes that we don't know we don't have to do that you know we go throughout the same process and you know being this or that or being coming from a background that others will see you as, as different to label you doesn't really shape the person who you are it's really up to you that's what i can understand from your message that it's really up to you to shape the person who you are those are, you know, external circumstances, but they don't really play a big role unless you give them energy, unless your your thoughts that you keep repeating in your mind. So you're fueling them. It's like giving something. It's like giving fuel. And of course, they will just, you know, get better, bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, and that's that's the message. And recently, and before even talking about you know uh with you about this topic i received a message on, on linkedin and what was surprising to me i, I never really talked about this there was someone with a status doctor xyz but then without you know a personalized invitation but i thought okay this might be a busy person and he has his profile was decent so i accepted his invitation and the first message that i received I did not know that Algeria has people with fair skin. I do not label myself as someone with fair skin, but, or dark skin or anything like that. I'm just Rashida as I am, accept myself as I am, regardless of my skin color, regardless of my beliefs. And this wouldn't change me. It's just, you know, the, the wholeness of everything is what made me Rashida for who I am. But I thought if someone with, with a PhD would address someone that they barely know in such a way. Now, I'm not blaming that people would not know anything about Algeria because I come across a lot of people who do not know anything about Algeria and it's okay. I mean, my country is barely known because, you know, nothing almost is happening. We don't come across on the news, let's say a lot, but, um, that message was surprising to me. How can we say such a thing? So if a doctor or someone who's educated and is saying such a thing, what can we expect it from other people? So this, this led me to just, you know, thinking that we have a lot to work on. We have a lot to work on. Why don't we just address and talk and, and treat each other just as humans? The world will be better. I know I'm optimistic, and sometimes I I tend to be living in a in a bubble or something like that. But at the same time, I feel like we if we all work together on shaping the mindset, on 
you know, ditching and detaching those beliefs that we grew up with, we can really live in peace because it doesn't take much to just understand. And as your podcast, it's like, listen them speak. Listen them speak. That's, 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 you know, the message that came to my mind right now. But Jamal, I want to know more one thing. What is, I mean, your advice for everyone who they label um, themselves or they have been labeled as different? Well, I'm going to come at another angle. And one, I just want to thank you for feeling safe to share your heart in that way and just to be very open. Um, and just, just to backtrack that no matter how educated a person is, I'm going to try to say this as nice as I can, there are a lot of intelligent fools. I'm not saying that person was one, but the paper and the certification does not make you who you are. Life experience and being kind and treating others with kindness um, and humbling yourself and admitting when you're wrong and growing from your mistakes, so on and so forth, that's what makes us who we are, not a certification on the wall. I mean, behind me, there's a couple of degrees here. They're just there because they're there, not because I'm trying to show them off on the camera. So what with that? That'll come and go, <laughs> you know? So when you see the PhD or whatever like that behind a person's name, okay, well, I'm glad you took those eight years in college. Congratulations to you. Now it's time to live life. And it's time to actually build up your fellow man. Take that degree and use it for the good of others. That's an aside. To answer your question now, um, I want to backtrack and say, how can a person how do they navigate when they're labeled as different? One, to know you are different. <laughs> and those differences come from God um, or you know, whatever your belief may be. You know, If you look about how many beetles are in the world, I, I look at that's creative overkill. Like how many beetles? Like it's actually thousands of different species of beetles. And there's so many different types of human. There's not just white and black and brown, there's a lot of that in between. And so the difference is good. Like when somebody says, I don't see color, it's like, well, you should, because that's the beauty of who that person was created to be. So we are different. We are different, but we're also all the same. You know, we all bleed the same. Um, and I don't want to be graphic. We all do a lot of other things the same. And so there's not many differences. There may be a difference in complexion, maybe a difference in hair texture, but these things are indigenous to where we come from, you know? Uh, I know the the continent that most of my ancestors, I have a little, some mixed ancestry up uh, above me, but most of my ancestors is from a, a hot continent and a, a continent that's very dry. And so that's why I may have browner skin. You know, it's just indigenous to where you come from. Australians, the original Australians who were there have shades about as dark as the screen, the outer screens of what we're talking to, because that land is very hot. And most of the people there, unfortunately, get cancer because the lighter skin is not suited for that hot continent. So wherever you, whatever you look like, your hair texture and your differences are indigenous to where your the people group of your ancestry came from. That's all that is. And so with the differences, when that difference is said to be a bad thing, that's because of how that person's been socialized and the lies they've been told. And lies produce bondage, but truth always sets us free. So I hope, even though I can't get into a whole uh, scientific uh, <laughs> you know, thing here. I hope I've been able to share a little bit of truth that's actually freeing. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you actually for joining this episode because I felt like your words um, have healing energy. They're also in a surge of invitation, an open call for all those who label themselves or are being labeled as 
been different. You have beautifully said it. We are all the same, but also we are all different. It might sound like this is the contrary, but you know, it's just the wholeness of our differences, but also what we share with other human beings shape the person who we are. And the goal of this episode is just, you know, to also show you as a good example, but also to just make people understand each other and be kind to each other because that will not make you less human. No, no need to just, you know, rush into judgment or into labeling people, putting them into boxes. You know, let us try to just step back for a moment, a few seconds before putting a human being that we are interacting with in a box because we don't have to, you know, not everyone we encounter with will put it in a box because that limiting our options and also will just limit the opportunities of understanding the other person. And Jahmal will finish this episode with, uh, you know, a question uh, about a book or three books that you took time to read, but also that you felt like they changed who you are in perception about the world. Thank you, my friend. Uh, I think you already know the answer to the first one. It's no secret. So uh, I read the Bible <laughs> and that's more of a continual read. Uh, it's, it's inexhaustive for me. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying to delve into like Greek, Hebrew, Aramaic, different translations, you know, that way I can get the fullness of, a, who, of what it is. But I don't just read my Bible. I pray and I read and I meditate to go past the surface of what I see there. I want those words to become alive to me and who inspired those words, you know, so that that way no one is telling me, but I'm being divinely informed of what I'm seeing. So that's the first. Uh, the second is a book called Anonymous by Alicia Britt Cole. And it's actually called Jesus Hidden Years and Yours. Um, and that book, you know, he only had, you know, for the, there are people who may believe, people who may not, but this man, Jesus or Yeshua or Isa did exist. Um, and for 30 years, you really didn't see much from two to two. When he was born, when he was born to two to 12. And then after that, it's like, okay, what happened to this guy? And so all of that hidden time of him being prepared for his earthly ministry, that would change the world, whether he is, you believe him as a savior or you don't, it still changed the world. Time is actually AD, BC, whatever like that. So I'm just amazed at that preparation. And so in my hidden seasons and times when my voice isn't out there, or when, when I'm not living out my quote unquote dream, there's preparation for the next season of my life and the decisions I make in the hidden seasons will be indicative of who I am when I'm not so hidden. Uh, and when I need that integrity and that character and that restraint. So that's been a huge book for me. Um, and third, um, one of the books that I actually coach from, Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People is teaching me as I go. And I, I know you, I see you nodding your head. That's a tough read, but it's so good because I'm not your typical programmed organized, you know, step-by-step, step, you know, uh, dot every I cross every T type person. So it helps me to sharpen my own saw and to sharpen my sword and to see things from a different perspective and to come holistically. Um, so I really, those those three books are, are what is in my, my library and what's really helped um, change a lot about me and still changing. I, I'm, I've not arrived. I'm still in the process of becoming. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for sharing, uh, you know, not only about the books that you read, but also what, like, advice, free advice about 
uh, a healthier lifestyle and you know living a healthier lifestyle is not always um, boring or you know difficult as people like super surprised it's just you know about our intentional you know efforts to just being better and you said it on linkedin you know helping you to be the best version of you so Jahnal, if people want to um you know reach out to you where they can find you now i will be linking of course the, the links in the uh, of course episode description but uh if people want to reach out to you how they can find you so yeah i'm most active on linkedin um, and I'm, I'm the only Jamal Marshall on LinkedIn, so super easy to find me there. Uh, also, my website, www.listenthenspeak.com. Uh, and you can also find me on Instagram as well. Um, Facebook, I'm not very active there, but I'm actually going to be linking that page to the Listen Then Speak site that is up on Facebook. So in any place podcasts are found, whether it's Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, you'll see us there. So in our messages for right now, we, we do post um, twice a month. So, um, so be on the lookout for an episode coming out this week. So <laughs> yeah, sure. We will be tuning. Thank you. I'm really um, grateful for you. Um, I sense that this episode probably will be one of the both that <laughs> I did so far. The energy was so contagious and um, positive energy, of course. And, uh, you know, I, I thought like I was thinking about this topic because it's, it's sensitive, but also so dear to my heart and how we we're going to approach it that I'm just happy with the outcome. Um, thank you. Thank you, as always, my friend. God bless you. Thank you. And for the audience, take care of your body, mind and soul. <laughs>